Hi, this is Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Today, I want to talk about what you need to know if you're thinking about owning collectibles with your retirement funds. So, number one, it's very interesting because from a IRS standpoint, you are not allowed to use your IRA or 401k to purchase collectibles. You can use retirement money, obviously personal money that you have saved outside of a, a IRA or outside of a qualified retirement plan to purchase collectibles such as art or antique cars or coins or stamps, um, things like that. But in an IRA or 401k, you're not allowed to purchase collectibles. So the question is why? Why does the IRS care if you buy artwork or stamps or collectible cars uh, Barbie dolls or Christmas ornaments in your retirement account, such as an IRA or qualified retirement plan, why do they care? And the answer is simple. It's valuation. The IRS is concerned that if you own you know, uh, antique Barbie dolls or Cabbage Patch Kids or special uh, antique uh, cars or uh, crystals or I mean, there's a whole slew of things. Even art, it's hard to value it. Appraisals could be expensive, and it's obviously, in some cases, very hard to sell. And if it's hard to sell uh, and, and value, the IRS is not interested if it's in your IRA or 401k for the main reason of requirement and distributions. When you hit 70 years old, you have to take requirement and distributions, RMDs, which is about 3% of your retirement account each year. Their concern is that if you have everything tied into Barbie dolls or crystals uh, or art, it may be tough to sell and also value. Value is what the IRS cares most about with retirement accounts. And it's interesting because with a lot of retirement accounts, well, not a lot, but with a good chunk of, of new retirement contributions, IRAs being in Roth, the question is why does the IRS care so much about valuation? Because Roth are after tax. And if you own a Roth uh, after 59 and a half and for at least five years, there's no tax when you pull it out. So uh, a Roth against an after-tax account, you don't get a tax deduction. But if you hold it for at least five years and until you're 59 and a half or older, you can pull that money out without tax. So if that's the case, why does the IRS care so much about valuation? Of course, they should care about a pre-tax IRA or 401k because when you take a distribution, before 59 and a half, it's tax plus 10% penalty. After 59 and a half, just tax. And when you're 70, you have to take RMDs, which is approximately 3 to 4% of your value. So, of course, the value is important because let's say you bought the Barbie dolls for $100,000 uh, know, 15 years ago. Now you're turning 70. Your tax is based off the value of those dolls. So the bottom line is if you underestimate the value – the IRS loses because let's say you bought the, the dolls for 100 and you're valuing them at 110 and the IRS thinks they're worth 200, you're only paying the RMD, that 3% on the 110, or if you take a distribution, you're only paying the tax or the tax and 10% penalty on the 110, not the 200. So valuation is very important to the IRS. But in the case of Roth, they shouldn't be so concerned because there's no valuation issue. The valuation issue only comes to play if you take a non-qualified distribution, meaning you take the money out before 59 and a half and before you hold the Roth IRA for at least five years. So it's interesting. If you are looking to use non-IRA, non-401k money to buy collectibles like dolls or stamps, coins, uh, crystals, interesting enough, precious metals like gold, silver, palladium, bullion, they are not considered collectibles under the tax code. So you can buy them in an IRA. Uh, and interesting, cryptocurrency is not considered a collectible either. So you could buy it in an IRA. So Section 408M, as in Michael, defines what a collectible is and there's a carve out for uh, 
bullion, gold, silver, palladium, and uh, American Eagle State Minted and bullion coins. So those you can, can, yes, you can own them in an IRA or 401k um, because the IRS is less concerned about value because they feel there's a, there's a, a more liquid market for those assets. But for collectibles like antiques, stamps, art, coins, baseball cards, there's obviously a, a more difficult uh, process for selling that asset and also valuing it. So if you are looking to take some of your savings and put it in, in collectibles like art, um, that's fine. Um, no problem. Just the things you should probably think about is just liquidity. If you need to sell them to, to pay a bill or God forbid you pass away and the kids need to deal with them to, to sell, to um, generate some cash flow, you know, it just it's a timing issue, right? To sell a piece of art or baseball card or stamp, uh, it may not always be as easy as you think. You may be able to sell it, but you may be not be able to sell it for the value you really want. Um, of course, you can make the same argument for real estate, but uh, real estate, at least it's, you would think, a little bit easier to value. Uh, there, there's websites out there, there's people that can value it, and the market is believed to be a little bit more robust than selling stamps or, or coins. So uh, all in all, if you, you can buy uh, non-collectibles in your IRA, obviously, like real estate. Uh, also non-collectibles like uh, bullion, gold, silver, palladium, and American Eagle State minted and bullion coins. But if you really want to buy real collectibles like uh, America, like the Cabbage Patch dolls or crystals or stamps, baseball cards, art, antiques, um, you cannot cannot do it in an IRA or 401k. If you want to use personal money, um, it's a little risky. Obviously, you can't assume you're going to hit a home run. Uh, the value could be uh, difficult to gauge. I mean, my father. I had a great stamp collection when he was a kid and he passed away and passed it along to me and my sister and honestly it's not really worth anything it's in in our attic in our house and I had it valued and it was like a hundred bucks or something so and my dad spent years and years and years collecting these stamps all the way back from the 40s so you know it's you know what you think may be worth a lot when you're a certain age you know, may not turn out to be the case um, same with cabbage patch kids or other art, you know, if you pick the wrong artist, for example. So obviously, be careful um, and and remember the value. You know, think about the future. Think about um, you know, beneficiaries, uh, what they're going to do with these assets. Make sure they understand the value. Um, uh, maybe get appraisal letters. Make sure they know what these things are worth. Keep them secure, um, and obviously plan for a liquidity event. Uh, make sure they understand who, who the potential dealers are, who can sell these things. Uh, help your 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 beneficiaries or heirs. But again, if you're looking to buy art uh, collectibles with non-retirement money, uh, just savings, personal money, no problem. But think about liquidity. Think about valuations. Think about the future. If you want to buy them in an IRA or 401k, you cannot. You can buy precious metals, coins, American Eagle statemented bullion coins. Um, but you cannot buy collectibles like art. So all in all, I mean, if you are looking to do it, uh, think about your options. You obviously cannot use retirement money. If you do use personal money, uh, understand the risks and some of the liquidity and valuation issues. Um, Adam Bergman, IRA Financial. Uh, if you have questions, email me, adamb at irafinancialgroup.com. You can also follow us on uh, Instagram, t- Twitter at IRAFG, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and we'd love to uh, hear from you guys if, if you have questions, comments, or uh, thoughts for another podcast. Uh, thanks for listening, and until next time.